When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates North Park, Illinois. Okay, my name's not Smokey, and I'm certainly not a bear. But I do come bearing an important message regarding wildfires. If it's a windy day, don't burn. And make sure you're not under a burn ban. Because like the slogan says, only you can prevent wildfires. I know, it sounds better when he says it. So pretend it came from a big furry bear in a ranger hat. And visit msforestry.com for more wildfire prevention tips. A message from the Mississippi Forestry Commission through a grant from the USDA Forest Service. Well, hi, everybody. This is John Cox. Welcome into another edition of Inside Southern Miss Athletics, our weekly look kind of behind the scenes of what's going on in the Golden Eagle Athletics. We've got a good show for you today. In a minute, we'll start out as we do most every week with our director of athletics, Jeremy McLean. We'll also spend some time with Golden Eagle uh, outside linebacker uh, Avery Hobbes, who's a junior on our Golden Eagle football team, and then wrap things up with head baseball coach Scott Berry. who will talk about the transition to the Sunbelt Conference. So good show. Sit back and listen as we go inside Southern Miss Athletics. And I mentioned Jeremy McLean leads it off for us today. You weren't ever the uh, leadoff man in baseball, were you, in your career? No. 
No, I'm not sure I was fast enough to do that, John, but I'm happy to happy to do it today. All right. Well, Jeremy, talk about the great weekend the Eagles had football-wise, a, a trip out to San Marcos, Texas, and uh, the Eagles fell behind, uh, hung on, made the play they needed to to win the ball game. So exciting road victory for Coach Will Hall and the team. Yeah, absolutely. I think anytime you can win a game like that where, you know, you're, you're – you, you feel like the, the chips are, are, are not in your favor, right? Give up a, a big play there at the very end and have to, have to drive in a short period of time. It just injects a level of confidence and, and I think momentum that's really going to be, you know, important to us. And, um, and so uh, pleased that our guys, you know, and I, and I think the key is, and it's been like this all year, they never quit. They never, never really took a minute to, to put their head down, just got ready for what was next. And, and uh, I think that's a credit to our coaching staff and, and the leaders on this team that um, that's kind of the DNA that, that that's what this team is, is kind of made of. And, and I think that's going to pay dividends. Right. And, and um, you know, and I think we're seeing that and I think we've got a level of momentum going, winning a couple of close games here that, that uh, hopefully continues to grow and get better as we get, you know, get better on the field. And uh, just, I think a really big road win and look, winning, winning uh, road games, uh, road conference games in college football is not an easy thing to do. And uh, so to be able to get out of there with a win, I think, uh, sets us up for, uh, for a great stretch here. Yeah, that's a good point because uh, you look around the scores every week. Doesn't matter what league it is, a lot of times the team that's picked to win ends up getting beat by a team that maybe is further down the line. And so, uh, well, you got you got to play the whole game because you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, you know, and I think, again, that's a credit to, to our folks. And, and, and they had a good crowd there, a lot of people on campus. And, and uh, you know, I think, I think we did a good job of, I think, defensively, and just really kind of deflating the crowd and their offense for much of the game. Obviously, they hit that big play there right at the very end. Um, but but outside of that, man, just just was so proud of the way our defense uh, dominated that game in many aspects. And and again, kind of took kind of took the crowd out of it, and um, and maybe even even uh, deflated their offense a little bit. So I think that was a big part of it. And and then the offense making a big play at the end, obviously to pick to pick us up. Yeah, it had to be. That was exciting. Uh, it looks like you know they hadn't done much all day long. They score there late. Looks like maybe they'd be able to have snatched one away. But then two of the young guys on the team, Zach Wilkie, Chandler Pippen make the big play to win the ball game. Yeah, just very proud for both of them. I mean, uh, you know, just to, to step up in a big moment and, and make that kind of play. And obviously for different reasons, you know, Zach is, is growing into being the, the starting quarterback and to have – that happen late and make that kind of big play, I think is great for him and his confidence. Uh, and then Chandler, who's, who's, you know, had a tough injury last year when he was really getting going and uh, beginning to become a really big part of the offense. And, and then to battle back through that and to get his opportunity and, uh, you know, been on getting on the field more and more. And, and uh, so for him to get that big opportunity to, to have a, a game-changing play, just could not, be, could not be happy for him. That's what's exciting, I think, about Golden Eagle football. We've got a bunch of old veterans that have played a lot of football, but every week it seems like one of those young guys who maybe is playing for the first time or hadn't played a whole lot comes up and makes a big plays, helps you win a ball game. Yeah, I think there there are a lot of guys um, who have multiple years of eligibility left that are making plays every week, and that should be that should be really exciting for anyone who's watching us. And uh, they're only going to continue to grow and get better. And uh, you know, I, I think week in and week out, but also year over year, I think we're gonna we're gonna see that. Uh, 
uh, pay dividends. This is a young group in a lot of ways, and there are definitely a lot of young, uh, a lot of young players making plays and making and being difference makers for I us. I think the Sun Belt Conference too is starting to pop up on a lot of people's radar that maybe had not given it a lot of attention. Uh, you turn on the, the the shows on the weekend, the college football shows. There's a lot of talk about teams in the Sun Belt and about the Sun Belt Conference and the way they're doing things and the way they're beating people. So that's exciting for the future. I think it is, and, and you're right. I think we've earned a lot of respect this year, and, and, and not just this year, right? I mean, I think the last few years, the Sun Belt's done a great job of putting themselves in a position to to earn that respect. But I think this year, taking another step forward, um, you know, and I, I, the only the only challenge I think right now is it's such a grind. This league is such a grind. We're kind of beating up on each other, and uh, I think that speaks to the parity and the quality of coaching in this league and, and the quality of talent. Um, and so, really excited about what the future looks like when it comes to the Sun Belt being, you know, uh, prominently displayed and, and 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 front and center from a national stage standpoint. Visiting with our athletic director Jeremy McLean as we go inside Southern Miss athletics. Big week here on uh, campus. Uh, I guess the last home game was was a homecoming game. This week, national TV game, a Sun Belt Conference national TV game against one of our oldest and longest rivals, the Raging Cajuns of uh, Louisiana. And so, looking forward to having a, a full house. The campus is con- really behind it. I mean, campus is basically shutting down. Everything kind of geared towards this football game on Thursday. Night. Yeah, it, great opportunity for us. Obviously, we you know when we joined the Sun Belt, one of the things that we were excited about were these opportunities, right? You partner with ESPN, you get a chance to kind of be in the spotlight here on national television in our home stadium. You know, and, and, and you're right, campus is really behind this. I think the community is behind this. I've talked to a bunch of folks over the past several days who, 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 uh, have just let me know, hey, we're going to be there. We're bringing people with us. We're going to, we're going to. This is going to be a great night, and and so I'm I'm thankful for that approach. We're doing everything we can to make sure that uh, the environment's going to be great here. We're we're doing everything we can to promote this and fill up the rock. We've got faculty staff appreciation. We've really um, done done I think a great job of of getting that out to our faculty and staff, folks who have been very supportive of us as an athletic department. We want to make sure we pay that back, and so we got some promotions happening in the community as well, and so feel like it's going to be a great night. It's going to be a great crowd, great atmosphere, and, and just a great opportunity for our football team to continue to get better, to continue to take that step forward, and, and this time to do it on a national stage. To me, it almost seems like uh, the early days when we got into Conference USA, when those it was a national TV game, and there's a lot of talk around the country. The Sun Belt has sort of built that kind of uh, uh, stuff with uh, the national networks and all the news media around the country about the way they play football in the Sun Belt. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think you can can overstate how important the relationship is with ESPN, right? You mentioned the early days of Conference USA, which was ESPN. And so, uh, again, I think as we kind of went through the decision-making process and transitioned to the Sun Belt, that relationship with ESPN, that contract, that that partnership, you know, really was important to us. And these are the reasons why. And, and, and again, you mentioned it, national media, all those things. Um, I think those partnerships are important. And then, obviously, the, the, the progress and success on the field, the product that's being put out here. There is a lot of really good football being played in this league right now. And it's really – it's kind of interesting – 
to watch it. I, I think there's a lot of older, more mature defenses in this league, and so you get a lot of low-scoring games, and you get a lot of you know offenses have a tough sledding in this league because there's some really, really good defenses and some great football being played. Hey, talk a little bit about uh, some of the other sports that are going on. It's it's reaching the time of the year where some of those sports that started in late August or early September are now coming around to the kind of the final stretch with conference tournaments and things like that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, soccer we ha- actually have senior day on. Thursday as well, uh, so we encourage everybody to come out and enjoy that before they come over for the football game. They start at, uh, at two o'clock on on Thursday, so they'll be finishing up their their home schedule and getting ready for their uh, the, to wrap up their season. You know, you got cross country who competes in their championship actually this weekend, and um, great opportunity for for that group. They've had a great uh, great run so far this year, and just a great opportunity, and really our our first opportunity to compete for a Sun Belt championship. And so um, I think that's a that's a big deal and, and, and really excited about that group getting the opportunity to do that. You know, volleyball has been um, it has competed at a very high level, I think, without looking at it. I think we're 6-4 and four in the league right now. Uh, we've got another two matches at home this coming weekend, so encourage everybody to come out Friday and Saturday and support volleyball as well. Um, they're in a really good position, uh, a chance to finish strong here over the last few weeks. Um, you know, men's and women's golf have really, really played well this fall, and I'm, I'm excited about what that looks like moving into the spring. And, and I think uh, Eddie and Lucy both have done a fantastic job of continuing to grow their rosters and, and grow the level of competition. And so we got a lot of good things happening across, across campus and some really, really good opportunities for us to compete for, for championships. And that's what we, we've always talked about. You know, John, I'll, I'll, uh, it's, it's, I remember specifically in my press conference uh, I wanted to make sure that we talked about winning championships because I think that has to be the objective. And and, and so our coaches know that, our, our student athletes know that, we talk about it all the time. And so we've got some great opportunities in front of us and, and uh, you know, excited to be in the Sun Belt and compete for championships. I was going to say the, the, the reputation of the Sun Belt, I think, has helped nationwide, has helped those sports, the soccers, the volleyballs, the, the cross countries, maybe better because there's more attention to them and more kind of uh, – more stuff put into them to make them better. Yeah, I think there's there's I, I, th- I think you're right on. I think uh, anytime you have success on a national level, right? From we talked about football, that's gonna that's gonna benefit the other sports. Now there are opportun there are situations and opportunities in our league where we have to continue to get better in certain sports. And and you know we've got a bunch of uh, work being done right now. We've got several strategic planning committees that are working on various sports and how we identify and how we take steps as a conference to continue to be nationally relevant and uh, so yeah but I think there's a ton of opportunity there I think there's several sports we're already there and there's some that we've got great opportunity to get there and so I think as a as a whole the Sun Belt um, you know is going to continue to grow and, and elevate the profile and and uh, I think that is obviously good for all of us involved. Visiting with our Director of Athletics, Jeremy McLean, as we go inside Southern Miss Athletics. In, in a few minutes, we're going to visit with Avery Havis, uh, who I think is a great story, a young man who came down here from Iowa and uh, has kind of found a home in Hattiesburg. He's married. His wife's in dental school up in Wisconsin. His dad comes to all the ball games, uh, but just a great young man who's been a part of uh, help build this program. Yeah, he is. Uh, man, it's been fun to watch him grow and compete and and. Uh, and just be a leader, right? And and so I, I I don't think he'll mind me sharing this. I bumped into his dad at a last home game, and he just he kind of sought me out, which I appreciated, and and uh, out out uh, outside and. 
and just said, hey, just wanted you to know that Avery's experience here has been been unbelievable. And, and, and you know, making that transition has been an unbelievable experience. And I told him, I said, I appreciated him saying that. But he had a lot to do with that. Avery's, he, you know, you, you kind of watch, again, watch him compete and grow and do things the right way. And um, just been fun to kind of see that development. And, and uh, it's always fun when you, when you um, get to see the results, right, because you know how hard – uh, these kids are working, and to see to see his success and the recognition he's gotten, I think is has been fun for any of us who've watched him work. We're also going to visit in a moment with uh, Scott Berry, longtime baseball coach here at uh, Southern Miss, coming off a spectacular season a year ago. And uh, heck, baseball is only about uh, what three and a half months away, something like that. So it's coming up quick. Yeah, it'll be here before we know it, right? It, it always it always gets here quickly. Uh, excited about that. Obviously, Scott is. Uh, you know, so fortunate to have him part of our, our Southern Miss family and uh, does things the right way, does it at a high level, and is really, uh, you know, Scott took over a program that had had a ton of success and, and uh, a lot of positive things happened. But he, is, he has continued to elevate those expectations and, and level of play. And, and, and I think what we've done over the last six or seven years has been very, very impressive. Obviously, you know, uh, the opportunity to host a Super Regional for the first time this past June. And so, so Scott does a fantastic job. And, and I think anybody who knows Scott would tell you, you know, somehow he's a better person than he is coach. And uh, we're very fortunate to have him wearing uh, the black and gold and, and look forward to seeing though you have had, you know, had a chance to kind of keep up with fall practice. And I think they're excited about uh, some new faces and going to be a great opportunity as we get ready to compete, you know, in the Sun Belt and what's going to be a really, really good baseball league. I was going to say the Sun Belt uh, has a pretty good national reputation when it comes to baseball. A lot of teams that have advanced, uh, you know, to the, the national playoffs and even to the College World Series. Yeah, I mean, you get there's not a lot of leagues that have a national champion, uh, uh, you know, amongst their members. And you got Coastal Carolina there with a ton of uh, won a national championship in 16. I think I have my year, years right. And uh, great year in and year out. You got Louisiana, who's traditionally, you know, a regional team year in and year out. South Alabama, Troy, Georgia Southern. Texas State, who's built their program into a, 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 a year-in, year-out national contender, and so you just got a, a really deep league, and every weekend's going to be going to be a lot of fun, and there's going to be a lot of really, really good baseball played at the peak. Jeremy, we appreciate it. Thanks as always for spending some time with us each week, taking us inside Southern Miss Athletics, and see you at the Rock on Thursday night. Thanks, John. All right, Jeremy McLean, our director of athletics, nice enough to stop by and visit with us today. We'll talk in just a bit to uh, Avery Hobbs and to Coach Scott Berry. But thanks to Jeremy, and when we come back, we'll sit down and visit with Avery Hobbs, one of the leaders of our Golden Eagle football team. That's coming up in just a moment. We're going inside Southern Miss Athletics. That to-do list you have needs one more thing. Chill. It's an easy thing to do. Just crack open an ice-cold Coors Light and chill. Take the afternoon off and binge-watch anything. Go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours. Who's counting anyways? Or hang out with just your dog, because you've had enough human interaction this week. Whatever you do, do it with a Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. The Keg and Barrel in Hattiesburg is a proud sponsor of Southern Miss Athletics and wishes the Golden Eagles the best of luck during the season. The Keg and Barrel is located at 1315 Hardy Street in a 100-year-old home and has a full food menu. The Keg and Barrel is open for business seven days a week and are proud sponsors of Southern Miss Athletics and Golden Eagle Baseball. 
Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence. And welcome, everybody, as we continue to go inside Southern Miss Athletics. Going to a visit today with, I'm sure, one of your favorite Golden Eagle football players, Avery Havas, who is a junior out of Rice Lake, Wisconsin, who made that long uh, trip down here to be a Golden Eagle. So we'll visit with him and talk a little Golden Eagle football. And Avery, thanks for taking time out to visit with us today. Talk about that first. You were at Iowa Western Community College and uh, made contact. Contact. I think Southern Miss probably made contact with you. Next thing you know, you're coming to Southern Miss. So kind of talk about that a little bit, about how you, what you maybe knew about Southern Miss and how you wound up being a Golden Eagle. Yeah, you know, from Wisconsin, I think the biggest uh, Southern Miss figure is Brett Favre. That's obviously the biggest thing up there. So that's about all I knew about Southern Miss. But uh, going to junior college, you know, my my options were open. I wanted to go where, where, they, where they wanted me and where I was wanted. And... Um, Southern Miss came calling um, late in my sophomore year at junior college at Iowa Western. Uh, the old recruiting coordinator here came up there with uh, the old uh, linebacker coach as well. While she practiced, liked how I practiced, liked my film, and uh, a couple days later offered me to come down here. And uh, Then the next week, Coach Hop, the former coach here, came up and um, came up to Wisconsin, came up with the cold. Had a, had a big, big winter coat on. It was one of the coldest days of the year, and it meant a lot that they came up there to see me. And, and the next week after that, I came down for a visit. Uh, really liked it down here, and um, yeah, committed a following week after that. So really, other than you knew Brett Favre had played here, you didn't know a whole lot about Southern Miss. No, and uh, never in a million years thought I'd be in Mississippi. Uh, never, never thought I'd be here down here. You know, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm really happy to be here. We got that kind of in common. I came down here a long time ago from Ohio, mm-hmm. almost sight unseen, and have never left Hattiesburg, Mississippi, or Southern Miss. Yeah, yeah. Never, never a million years. You know, um, when I first got down here. Uh, my roommates Swayze and Ray and Luke, they uh, they brought me to have some uh, crawfish for the first time. Uh, went out to Don and Ellie's and uh, just out of town here. And uh, that's exactly what I imagined Mississippi being like. It was eating crawfish at Don and Ellie's. Uh, an amazing place, good steak, and, you know, fell in love with it. Well, I was going to say, now that you've been here several years, uh, have you kind of grown to, you've kind of grown to love Southern Miss and Hattiesburg, yeah. right? I love it down here. Yeah, I, I like the, the heat now. Uh, when I originally came down here in, in August, it was... It was awful. Uh, the heat was terrible. The humidity was terrible. But I've, I've really grown to like it. Uh, amazing people down here. An amazing community. Football player here at Southern Miss. Did you play other sports growing up in uh, community college? Did you play other sports? Or what was what did you kind of do growing up? Yeah, so I grew up in, in a small town in northern Wisconsin, in, in a town called Ashland, Wisconsin, actually. Um, and I grew up, you know, that's the, right on Lake Superior there. The, the biggest freshwater lake in the world is up there. So I did a lot of fishing with my dad and my uncles almost every day in the summer we were out there. Um, and, you know, loved doing that and obviously played played baseball, basketball, and football growing up um, in high school. Then going into my sophomore year, we, we moved down to Rice Lake. Um, my dad had taken a taken a, a job a few years back and wanted to get him off the road and wanted to be with him a little more. So we moved on to Rice Lake with him. Ended up just playing basketball and football. And in the spring, did a lot of traveling basketball. But yeah. When you got to Southern Miss, what were some of the biggest adjustments as a football player mm-hmm. you had to make? Or did you kind of fit right in right away when you got here? 
No, it was definitely a change. Um, the pace was a lot different. Um, you know, at junior college, from from high school to junior college was a jump, and then junior college Division One football is is an even bigger jump. Uh, practices year basically year round, a lot of conditioning. So junior college we weren't there in the summers. Here we are required to be here in the summer. Uh, a lot of a lot of different trainings and and a lot of a lot of requirements and responsibilities that put on us. But uh, it's been a great adjustment. Visiting with Avery Hobbes, a junior Golden Eagle football player out of Rice Lake, Wisconsin, who's now in, I guess, your third year with the yep. Golden Eagles, three years now with the, the Golden Eagles. And uh, t- how have you improved or gotten better as a football player since you first got here? Yeah, uh, I've grown a lot. Um, the coaches have, have definitely helped me with that. Uh, I've grown from, a you know, I played outside linebacker in junior college, but I was off the ball a lot, um, kind of just – you know, they told me just to go get the ball in junior college. Really, here it's you got to fit your gap um, and run within the scheme of the defense. And you know, that was that was an adjustment for me. But you know, I've begun to rely on my teammates a lot. Uh, we have a lot of great people here, a lot of great players, and um, that was an adjustment uh, going from off the ball. Now we're on the ball as a jack, rushing a lot off the tackles. Uh, so working on my pass rush game, and then also dropping back in pass coverage. I know you told me, I guess maybe back in uh, August or, or early September, right? They had moved you around a little bit yeah. but they finally got you back at that jack position which is really kind of your spot yeah so last year with Swayze had ankle surgery and then Hayes had torn his ACL for the first time and then um, Rakeem Booth who was here a couple years ago uh, tore his ACL again as well so we were down three linebackers in the middle middle linebackers position uh, at the time I was at jack and had a really good spring I was ready to go into fall camp and um, a week before fall camp, they moved me to inside linebacker for depth reasons. With, without flinching, I, I would do it for the, the team and, and did it. So I went right to middle linebacker. You know, it was a huge adjustment learning the playbook. Um, kind of, it's, it's completely different than outside linebacker. You know, I knew the plays, but it's just different responsibilities, fitting the run game and then the pass game as well. So that was an adjustment for me. You know, went through about six games, you know, started all six games at middle linebacker and then Swayze and Hayes uh, started to come back and so they moved it back down to Jack and that's where I've been since. For fans who may not know that what what are the responsibilities of the Jack linebacker? Yeah so we are um, on the edge of the defense most of the time we do a lot of stunts in the middle with the D line uh, but we can also do uh, pass pass drops so it's kind of a best of both worlds Uh, it's going to be a dynamic player. What do you like about uh, this Golden Eagle uh, defense, Coach Austin Armstrong? A little bit different. Uh, he he does a lot of different things. I don't know a lot of schools do. What uh, what do you like about this defense, and what are you excited about about this Golden Eagle defense? I love his fire. I mean, he's the same person every day. We talked about it today that his mom had passed away a couple of weeks ago, and uh, when she was passing, he went to the funeral and was with her and. I think he's from around Birmingham area, and, and then he would be back for practice. He just he wouldn't miss a thing, and that's just this this who he is. I mean, he's a leader of our defense, and and you know we we trust him. You know that's the biggest thing we bought into his culture and his defensive style, and uh, it, it's showing right now. He's such a uh, a great technician of the game, and when you sit down with him, and we do that our radio career every week, it's amazing. I mean, you're convinced when you talk to him. Hey, he's got the perfect plan this weekend. Oh yeah, he's planning. You know, coming into usually it's coming in on Tuesday morning. He, he's ready to roll. He knows all their tendencies, and that's a credit to all the other coaches as well. Uh, they know a lot of the tendencies of what they're going to do, uh, pass or run. Um, we know we know what they're going to be doing. So, But, yeah, he's he's a very, very smart man, and, and he's a really good teacher at it as well. What do you like that this defense is doing? Where do you feel like you guys have got to get a little better or keep getting better at? 
I think we switch up every week what we're going to be doing, um, you know, in very small areas, but but it has a big, big change on what we do as well. You know, a lot of the stunts up front, um, whether we're going to be checking to something else or if we show this and we eventually get out of it. And then at halftime, we make a lot of adjustments as well, what they're going to be doing, what they're doing differently. He teaches it really well at halftime and throughout the game. Linebackers are usually the leaders of the defense. Are, are you a kind of a rah-rah, slap-em-on-the-back kind of guy or more of a quiet guy out there on the field? Yeah, I'm definitely quiet. I'm a lead-by-example type of guy, I would say. Um, I pride myself on hard work and uh, kind of just – just shutting up and, and working. That's all I do. And uh, I think a lot of the guys, you know, see that in me. You know, if I do raise my voice, it, something must be going on. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm just kind of a lead by example type of guy. You are uh, a quiet guy, but you've been surrounded by some veteran guys on this team. You mentioned a couple of them. Unfortunately, Hayes Maples has battled injuries the last couple of years. Swayze's down uh, right now. Santrell Latham's been around uh, quite a number of years. So is TQ Newsom. So it's been kind of a, an interesting group there at that uh, linebacker. Spot. Yeah, you know, coming in from a junior college, you you're a, a junior coming on into the field now, but technically, you know, you're just really remembering and doing the same things uh, of the defense and learning some new things and uh, learning from guys like like TQ and Swayze and Hayes and uh, Raccoon Booth when he was here a couple of years ago. Portlock, Zap Portlock was here. You know, a lot of those guys were veterans and, and brought me under their wing right away, and I appreciated that a lot. Was that a tough adjustment coming from what you'd done in uh, junior college to, to doing what we're doing at Southern Miss? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a big difference. A big, big, big difference. Um, but I had to buy into the program. You know, I, I couldn't. I was going to get lost in, in the pack if I if I didn't try to stick out in, in different ways. So you know, whatever it took, uh, if that meant taking my playbook home every night and, and learning that, or coming up here extra, which I still do, uh, I, I did whatever it took to, to get on the field. Avery Hobbs visiting with us, a Golden Eagle, a linebacker, taking us inside Southern Miss Athletics. All right, now your situation is a little different. You're married now. You got married, I think, about four months ago. Yep. Yep. Your wife is in dental school yep. in Wisconsin. Yep. You're in Hattiesburg playing football. How do you guys make that work? Uh, it's tough. It, it really is tough, but communication, just like on the football field, you got to communicate if you're going to be successful. So, uh, you know, we, we do that. You know, I'm up in the morning early going through uh, practice, workouts, class, meetings, all the way through probably 8 o'clock at night. She's basically the same thing, getting up and going to class, going to lab, doing all her things that she does. So by the time it's 8 o'clock, we, we get on the phone and, and talk about the day, but it's just all about communication, so... You guys, as far as football is concerned, I'm going to assure football is what you want to do one day. You're, you're studying what at Southern Miss, but football yeah. is probably number one right now, right? <laughs> yes, yeah, student then athlete. Uh, that's what they say. But, yeah, and I'll be graduating here in, in two months or, or less, than a, less than two months now uh, with a degree in business entrepreneurship. And, yeah, I'd, I'd love to continue playing, playing football as long as I can. So, yeah. And, and one day when football is over, whenever that might be, what do you want to do? Um, you know? I'm not really uh-huh. sure, to be honest with you. Um, you know, my dad is, dad is an entrepreneur, um, but I'd ultimately like to be, have my own farm. I love, I love agriculture. Grew up in a, in a town with, with heavy agriculture. My grandpa was a dairy farmer. Uh, so I think I have a lot, a lot of my heart and, and a lot of my background. You, uh, I think Coach Armstrong told me this the other day, your dad has not missed a game since you've been at Southern Miss. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, yeah I've been here for, this is going to my third year. So, you know, during the COVID year and last year and this year, 
uh, traveling down to Texas State this last weekend. So he, he either drives when he can because he's really busy with his businesses. If he can't get a flight, uh, he'll, he'll drive down either on Friday afternoon and get here on Saturday night and then and then get up early in the morning on Sunday and drive all the way back 20 hours. I'm sure he's always been one of your biggest fans, if not your biggest uh, fan. Maybe your wife has kind of <laughs> surpassed him a little bit there. What's he do for a living? And it was, was he ever involved in sports or football? Yeah, so my dad... Um, you know, went to a Division three school and played played football there, and then ultimately went and got his master's and uh, worked for a few companies. And now he owns his own businesses. He owns Napa Auto Parts um, in our hometown and a few other towns, and, and starting up a few other businesses right now. Hardest working man I know, of course. Definitely take try to take after him every day. He's probably still my biggest fan. Um, I know I'll, I'll probably tell my wife that she's my <laughs> biggest fan, but ultimately my dad is. Uh, there for me all the time. Doesn't matter if you know, if we win, lose. I have a good game or a bad game. He's the same person through it all, encouraging us. Uh, when Jake Lang had that big game a couple weeks ago to get us to win, he was he was just as happy for him as he happy to be for me. So uh, he, he's a really loving guy, and, and you know I appreciate him a lot. Big uh, ball game this weekend uh, for the Eagles. Had a great uh, come from behind win the other night uh, out at uh, Texas State. What do you know about uh, Louisiana from the linebackers' uh, point of view? What's sort of the key this weekend? Their offense line is really athletic. Um, they, they move really well. Uh, their quarterback is also good, and uh, they get some good weapons in the outside and in the running back position. Um, you know, I think we're, we're going to be we're going to be just fine. Uh, we're going to run our game and, and do our thing, and, and our defensive guys have have a good game plan in place for us. So, uh, if we can just stick to the game plan, tackle well, um, have good pass rushes, and, and contain the quarterback in the pocket, I think we'll be all right. Been a lot of fun to watch those uh, for, for an old veteran like you. Been a lot of fun to watch those young guys kind of running around, helping us yeah. on both sides of the ball. Oh yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah, my body's usually hurting on Sunday, and they can they can usually run circles around me. But no, I. And I love those guys and, you know, try to be a veteran in the locker room and on the field with them and teaching them the playbook and, and just being a leader in that way. I was going to say, you're, you're not one of those rah-rah leaders, right? Uh, you're more of a put your arm around them and yeah. tell them how to do it kind of guy. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to get on them as, as much just because I've been in that situation as well. I've been in those times when, when I'm not doing very good or I, I screwed a play up or something like that. You know, the, the thing that helped me was when somebody put, my, put their arm around me and, and, you know, told me it was going to be right and, and just to forget about that play and move on. So uh, I like to try to do that for our players. Right now. Avery, we appreciate it. Thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule to visit with us. Take us inside uh, Southern Miss Athletics. Have a great game on Saturday and uh, have a great rest of the season. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Go Eagles. All right. That's Avery Habas, Jr. on our Golden Eagle football team, one of the linebackers for our Southern Miss uh, Golden Eagles, the Jack linebackers, that position he plays here at Southern Miss. When we come back, we'll talk Golden Eagle baseball with the skipper of the Golden Eagles. Coach Scott Berry joins us to take us inside Southern Miss Athletics. Pine Belt Trophy is a proud sponsor of Southern Miss Athletics and has been an Eagles supporter for over 20 years. Pine Belt Trophy offers laser engraving, glass edging, and engraving for specialty items and all of your trophy and award needs. Pine Belt Trophy is conveniently located at 905 Hardy Street. Call Jimmy Moore at 601-582-9273. Pine Belt Trophy says go Eagles and Southern Miss to the top. In sports, success is measured in the number of points scored, in games won, and in championships earned. At Shelter Insurance, we measure success in the quality of our products and services, in how we support our communities, in being there when you need us most. 
In fact, nine out of 10 people surveyed with a claim would recommend shelter to a friend. To find out how shelter can be there for you, visit shelterinsurance.com. We're your shield. We're your shelter. And welcome back, everybody, as we continue to go inside Southern Miss Athletics. Going to turn our attention to baseball. Baseball coming off an outstanding season a year ago. They're in the midst of their uh, fall workouts, trying to get ready for next season. And Coach Scott Berry, nice enough to stop by and visit with us today as we go inside Southern Miss Athletics. Real quick, before we talk about what's going on now, just kind of wrap up last year. Obviously, a great year for the Golden Eagles. You make it to the Super Regionals. Uh, very successful year. When you think back on last year, what sort of stands out? Well, I think honestly, John, it was a leadership within in, inside that clubhouse. The older guys and and how the younger guys embraced what they were what they were modeling for uh, our program and and how we wanted to play. And I felt like that we had that that chemistry and and uh, the people accepted their roles early in the season. I really felt like that was a big part of our success. Obviously, we were we were very good. We were talented, but you know, a lot of times the most talented teams aren't the one that goes the farthest. It's the ones. That that, that can blend and balance that talent between that chemistry, and I felt like that's that's exactly what we had with those guys. A great season, obviously. You make it to the Super Regionals and come up just a little bit short against maybe the hottest team in baseball in uh, Ole Miss. A lot of great things happen, great uh, fan support all year long. The crowds that we had uh, for the conference tournament, the, the regional, the Super Regional were, were amazing. So a lot of fun last year. Yeah, you know, John, I couldn't be more proud of where our program is right now and where it's continued to evolve to. Uh, you know, we set records last year in attendance. We we surpassed the season t- Ticket sales by a thousand. We're up to twenty eight hundred. That's projected to be over four thousand this year. I mean, so we've got a lot of momentum going into this twenty three season. But a lot of that started in twenty one. The way we finished in the Oxford Re- Regional, taking Ole Miss to the championship game there, falling short, and then coming back last year. I think we were ranked as high as fourth or fifth in the country at one point, uh, which is uh, not easy to do out of 300 Division One schools. But only the third time that we've hosted a regional, uh, and we won that. Uh, exciting regional to beat LSU to host our first Super Regional against Ole Miss. And as you alluded to, you know, we, we caught the hottest team in baseball, and certainly they rode that wave all the way to the national championship. So, um, you know, credit them for good baseball at the right time, but also credit us for being able to to get where we were and, and play like like we did. Over the last few years, we've seen a lot of uh, improvements, changes to, to Pete Taylor Park, brand new scoreboard uh, this year, the artificial surface a couple of years ago. And our ballpark now, I think, is one of the best in the country. And the fans really kind of seem to enjoy it. Great fan-friendly baseball park. It is. I mean, it's one of the best venues, I think, for college baseball. You're close. You're right on top. Our fans engage in the game. They're excited about it. You know, when opponents leave here, they say, what a great experience, atmosphere sphere but you know, John, truth be told, we're in an arms race in facilities uh, across uh, college athletics, and it isn't just baseball, it's everything. And, and if you're not moving forward, you're going to be moving backwards. So certainly that's a challenge each and every day is how you can continue to improve your facility, not only f- for recruiting purposes, but also to attract the game day atmosphere that the fans are looking for. We certainly did that with the improvement of that scoreboard and video board last year. It really enhanced our game day experience for everybody. 
You're in the midst of your fall workouts, about maybe about a halfway through, something like that. What do you try to accomplish the, during your fall workouts? Well, just trying to figure out who these 18 new guys are. You know, we returned 20 from last year's team, but we lost a lot, particularly on, on the pitching side. You know, we had five guys that were drafted that were all guys that could have come back that, that opted to, to move on, and certainly good for them. That's That's what – they're here for you know to obviously try to get that opportunity and if it's right for them to to take take that next step uh, when it when it's presented so but really just trying to get these new faces and try to figure them out and try to continue to build that chemistry which I feel like is probably the most important variable in any any success of of a, of a program don't have to go into uh, individuals if you don't want to but is the the newcomers a mixture of high school and junior college guys, more junior college guys than high school? What's kind of the, the makeup there? No, I think it's really, and we're talking really more on the mound than we are anything. We return a lot of the position players from last year, but on the mound it is. It is a mix of high school guys and junior college guys. Some of those junior college guys and even some portal guys transfer. We've got a couple, three of the transfer portal guys that came from Division One school. So it's, it's, a, it's a balance between youth and experience that we're trying Trying to, trying to figure out and see how they're going to fit into the piece uh, that we have this, this spring. Visiting with the head baseball coach of the Golden Eagles, Coach Scott Berry, as we go inside Southern Miss Athletics. All right, let's talk about the Sunbelt Conference. That's uh, the newest thing, hitting Golden Eagle Athletics and uh, particularly Southern Miss Baseball. Talk about the Sunbelt, what you know about it, what you like about it, and uh, how you think things might start to, to play out in the league this year. Well, you know, there's a few of those teams regionally that are real close, and they're familiar foes of, of Southern Miss on any given year we've played them uh, on on weekday games uh, and then also sometimes on the weekend so but then there's some others that are new that we've never played or I'm not familiar with that are really good baseball programs I think it's an outstanding league Cer- certainly when you you add Southern Miss to the equation, Old Dominion to the equation, James Madison. You know, those are three pretty good baseball schools that are already coming into a a conference that, that plays really good baseball. Prior to this year, I think if you look at Conference USA Baseball, and you look at Sunbelt Baseball, they're very comparable in all honesty, John. I mean, at any given year, they might have three teams that, that make it to the NCAA tournament. You know, last year we had two. They had they had three or four. The year before we had four. They had one. So I think when you start, like we said, add ourselves, Old Dominion and James Madison in there, you have a very strong league and, and maybe the top five uh, RPI league in, in the country now. We're starting to see this a little bit in football, but the, the league, is a little closer to Hattiesburg than Conference USA used to be. So great opportunity for our fans to make a, a weekend trip to watch a Sunbelt Conference series or for the fans of the other teams to, to come to Hattiesburg and spend the weekend. Well, you're right. Of the four teams regionally and close that people can make that drive, two of them are at home this year and two of them are on the road. The two at home will be Lafayette will be here and South Alabama will be here. We will go to Monroe and we will go to Troy. So that kind of gives you a little bit about the conference schedule obviously there are some uh, some trips that we have to make 
that will require some flights. We do have to go to Old Dominion. We've got to go to Coastal Carolina. So those are a couple of, of places that we're going to have to fly to. So, but you know, it's it's a great opportunity for our guy, our our fans, to be able to see baseball if they want to make a trip on a weekend. Certainly, they'll be able to do that. Is the setup for baseball in the Sun Belt similar in regards to number of games and teams that might make the postseason, things like that? Yes, it's going to be very similar to that. The uh, the tournament for the Sun Belt's always in Montgomery, Alabama, over there at the Double A Park Biscuits Park. So that was a, a park that we played at uh, in 2020, our last game before the season got shut down when we beat Troy that in that midweek game. So that will be where the uh, conference tournament will be. Do you like what you're seeing and hearing about the Sunbelt Conference? Uh, I know you've, you've had a relationship, I'm sure, with most of the coaches uh, in the league. We've played a lot of those teams before, but do you, you sort of like what you're hearing and seeing about Sunbelt baseball? I do. Yeah, I think it is a, it's, a, it's a conference that embraces how good baseball is. I don't think it's a conference that just says, hey, we'll wait till the spring when baseball comes around. I think they're promoting it right now. I was very impressed with our head coaches meeting in, in, in August down in New Orleans, how it was how it was done. I thought it was very professional. Um, you know, I've watched the the media days in football. I've watched the media days in basketball. To me, John, it really mirrors what the SEC does. So it's a it's a it's an organization, the Sun Belt Conference, that uh, I think is under outstanding leadership and really uh, and really is is professional in what they do and what we all want it to be. Southern Miss head baseball coach Scott Berry visiting with us today as we're going inside Southern Miss Athletics. All right, let's talk about your team, the makeup of your team for our fans listening in. Who are some guys that are coming back from a year ago? And if you want to, talk about maybe some of the newcomers that are going to be a part of Golden Eagle Baseball. Well, you know, on the position player side, we return Blake Johnson behind the plate, Rodrigo Montenegro behind the plate, return Sergeant at first. Uh, Dickerson at short, Lynch at third. We return Peto, Reese Ewing in the outfield, Slade Wilkes there at DH. So, you know, the bulk of that is back uh, with some newcomers that have really been impressive. Uh, Matt Etzel, who is a junior college transfer from Nola Junior College, has really stood out. You know, second base is, is an open position right now. Gabe Lacey, who's a transfer from uh, Tennessee Tech, has looked good there. Nick Monaster, uh, freshman shortstop, second baseman from Northwest Rankin, who's also going to pitch for us, has been getting a lot of work there. So, you know, position player-wise, we return a lot of familiar faces. Where we're going to be new is going to be on the mound. But we do return Matt Adams, who really finished strong for us last year. He's looked really good this this fall, as well as Nico Mazza has. Uh, but we, we do bring in some new guys in uh, Billy Odom, who's a, a, a transfer from Eastern Connecticut, a Division III program, Will Armistead and Hall- Holland Towns, who are junior college transfers, and then a couple of, uh, of um, portal guys, Luke Trahan from Dallas Baptist and Tyler Martin from Nebraska. So those are our older guys, our newer guys. Monastery was one. J.B. Middleton was another one that's going to see significant time on the mound. I would think the success that we've had here at Southern Miss in baseball makes this a, an attractive destination for young men who are maybe looking to make a change. Well, it is, but, you know, there is a lot of those out there. You know, there's a lot of good baseball programs out there. I feel like one thing that we do have is we do have a top program in the country consistently year in, year out. 
D1 Baseball just listed us the number 26 program in the country uh, out of the top 100 so we're very proud of that it's not easy to be there uh, particularly with uh, with the landscape of college baseball as it is today but you know we do have warm weather we are been in the top 20 of of attendance records so certainly a young man that's looking to to move to a new place get a new breath of fresh air and maybe a new start certainly southern miss is one of those programs i think you have to consider our attendance last year was incredible. Uh, hit a home run right there with the attendance at Pete uh, Taylor Park. I would think the best idea, if you're a fan, the minute those season tickets or tickets are available, be a good idea to jump in there and grab them uh, pretty early this year. Yeah, because, I mean, those that didn't last year, if you didn't learn your lesson, <laughs> you should have because I, I feel like that you better get out there ahead of it this year or else you're going to be left out again. We've seen over the years a few cosmetic changes to uh, Pete Taylor Park. Anything uh, in the works, anything fans will see uh, different at the, the Pete this year? Not that I can announce right now. I know we're, uh, we're really looking at some things. I don't know if it'll, it'll happen before the season starts, but certainly there are some future things that, that we have planned for Pete Taylor Park to enhance that game day experience. I would think everybody that wants to keep moving forward in college baseball, you've got to have some things on the table there because you just can't leave things, whether it's recruiting or the stadium or season tickets, things like that. You always got to be moving forward or you'll get left behind. Well, that's like we alluded to earlier in the conversation. If you're not moving forward, you're moving backwards. And uh, certainly uh, there's there's no better example of that than, than what we see today in college baseball. We're still uh, several months away from the start of baseball season. What would you uh, say to our fans who might be listening in about uh, maybe what to expect or what you need them to do as we get closer to baseball season? Well, we enter squad every weekend. I would you know just invite everybody to come out. Certainly if you're a dugout club member, Keller sends out an email each week stating the, the uh, scrimmage times. If you're a, a Twitter follower, then we post that as well on Thursday, what our times our scrimmages are. They're always open to the public. I would I would ask people to come out. I, I would love to have more eyes in the stands, putting some pressure on our guys, kind of giving them an, a kind of an idea, an early idea, especially those that aren't familiar with our program, that, you know, that there is a little different uh, look in the spring than there is a fall. So love to have as many people out here as we can. But, uh, you know, just uh, continue to support Southern Miss football and, and all our sports that are in the fall and as we transition into basketball support Coach Vladner and his program and, and baseball be here before we know it so just embrace the opportunity to, to love Southern Miss and take it to the top. Alright well thanks for the visit I know it's early in the year you guys are still in the midst of doing things but thanks for spending some time with us taking us inside of Southern Miss Athletics and it'll be here before we know it. My pleasure John. Okay Coach Scott Berry head coach longtime head coach of the Golden Eagles taking us inside Southern Miss Athletics. Thanks, as always, to uh, our athletic director, Jeremy McLean, for spending some time with us today. Also to Golden Eagle veteran linebacker, Avery Hobbes, uh, for spending time with us as well. Till we meet you next time, John Cox, as always, reminding you of the three essential happiness. Something to do, something to love, something to hope for. Hope to have you with us next time as we go inside Southern Miss Athletics.